Welcome into the ASI Sheepcast. I'm Chase Adams of the American Sheep Industry Association. Some big doings on the resource front. Last week, ASI joined with the American Farm Bureau, the Forest Resource Council, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, and the Public Lands Council to defend the administration's decision to delist the gray wolf under the Endangered Species Act. Since being listed, wolf populations have exceeded recovery goals by over 300%, and it's clearly time to return management of the species to the states. The gray wolf recovery has been an ESA success story, and if that doesn't warrant delisting, it's going to be appallingly clear that the ESA has become a permanent status for protected species. Speaking of ESA, this week the Fish and Wildlife Service proposed listing the lesser prairie chicken in populations that occupy parts of Texas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Colorado. Citing the loss of habitat and fragmentation as native grasslands have been converted to crop production, the service feels the species is in danger of extinction. No sense of irony for those advocating the removal of grazing ruminants in favor of plant-based diets, with well-managed grazing clearly shown to support vibrant wildlife populations. Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas criticized the decision as what he called a reminder of this administration uh, favors government overreach over cooperation with those who have been working to protect the lesser prairie chickens' habitat across the Midwest. On the transportation side, ASI is still working to secure an additional delay of the electronic logging mandate for livestock haulers, while we work for passage of needed exemptions for animal health and safety legislation. There's a great deal of legislative proposals floating around that will provide that certainty. In the meantime, we did see the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration extend their hours of service emergency declaration due to the COVID pandemic through August 31st. This emergency COVID declaration includes livestock and feed haulers and other necessary products, keeping exemptions in place to help relieve a national driver shortage. And ASI joined a coalition of organizations supporting modernizing the seasonal ag CDL program. Specifically, we're calling for flexibility in the total number of days allowed for the farm-related restricted CDL drivers up to 270 days to accommodate longer seasons and eliminate the requirements for in-person seasonal renewal of the farm-related restricted CDL. The CDL program is currently authorized in 24 states and has been a critical program. Expecting to see the President's budget before the Memorial Day weekend, that should provide some additional insights into the administration's priorities. One of the largest issues so far has been the proposed changes to the tax code to offset anticipated expenses, including the elimination of the step-up in basis. Stepped-up basis has been a critical component in uh, passing on family farms and ranches across the country as we've seen land prices rise far above their productive agricultural value. A study conducted by the Family Business Estate Tax Coalition found that eliminating the step-up in basis would result in the loss of 80,000 jobs per year for the first 10 years and a decrease in gross domestic product by $100 billion over that time span. Changing the tax code to the detriment of family farms and ranches in order to raise funds to support government programs that support rural America is clearly a flawed approach. That's a look at this week's ASI Sheepcast. I'm Chase Adams with the American Sheep Industry Association.